0: everybody welcome to five songs or less the episode i have been looking forward to the least since uh, even before i heard the music dang. shit
1: really starting it off today less less than word.
0: less than boxcar racer
2: which n- everybody has not wanted to do so much that we've never recorded I'd,
0: it uh no i'd rather do boxcar racer Ooh. for sure oh damn wow <laughs> This will be a fun conversation I will give you that Uh, Nate and Cody are here We're going to talk about Luke Combs Not Luke Danes
1: Not Luke Danes Not Luke
0: Bryan Every time I go to look him up I'm like Luke Bryan No, Luke Combs
1: Do you have a relationship with
0: Luke Bryan? No, he's just uh, When I think of Luke Country Singer I guess I think of Luke Bryan Mm -hmm. first Okay. I think he's a bigger name, maybe. I don't
1: know. Oh no, he's not.
2: He's not. I think they're on par with each other, maybe.
1: I think that th- I, I do believe that their music is talking to one another, or at least there's some response going on. Yeah.
2: I think Luke Bryan has his own bar in Nashville, though, and I don't think Luke Combs does yet. But maybe uh, that's a
1: choice. Maybe it's a choice. I feel it's probably a choice. I feel like. It's it, I don't know, actually, like making money is a thing that all people do. And that's probably one way that he could do it. But I do feel like Combs's bar would be divey if he could have it that way. And that doesn't really fit that vibe. I think it, it would be
2: like Swabby's on the river here in Sac where you could go there and drink and fish
1: at the same time <laughs> yeah.
2: and watch like a really bad band.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I imagine it being like I can't remember what what the restaurant was called. They went there one time, but. There was a restaurant in Elk Grove where it was like a Western themed or like, you know, whatever themed kind of restaurant. And the thing was like every table had peanuts and you eat your peanuts and you just throw the shells on the floor. So like walking around in this restaurant is just like, because there's fucking peanut. shells. You You mean Logan's Roadhouse?
2: Was it Logan's? Mm hmm. And there's also Texas Roadhouse, but I think Logan's is the one with the with the peanuts. And yeah, that's uh, chains yeah. or wasn't Texas? They're chains. They're chains. We okay. should go to Texas Roadhouse together, everybody. I don't know that Nate and I could eat there. You could watch me eat though, and you could, <laughs> <love it. laughs> and Nate and Nate could drink a. Uh, oh man, who is it that has a
1: signature cocktail there
2: at the Texas uh, Roadhouse? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the thing I would say about Luke Bryan to close that up is like this idea, this Brian's like a very strong representative of the bro era, right?
3: Mm-hmm. And, and this guy's not
1: Combs is sort of a, a push, a push back on that. I think. Yeah. Despite, despite my text message to you, I like to call, I like to talk about bro country and, and the like, but Combs is most certainly not a bro country. I can't um, hear you. Standard oh. bear, although he has some, br- he's Shit. you could consider it like an evolution either. from. I don't think I you guess. can hear us either.
0: Hi Nate, is everyone lost? We can't hear you. You can't hear me. We can't hear you. What?
4: One hour later.
0: Oh, here he goes. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Hi, we name.
2: can hear you. Um, while you were gone, I figured out that it's uh, Kenny Chesney has a drink called Kenny's Cooler at De- at Texas Ooh. Roadhouse, and it's blue.
1: I would dr- I would drink that. I think that. I would drink one of those, and then I would have to be immediately taken home. But still. <laughs> uh,
0: can I get a a, a mocktail version? <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> They're gonna look at you pretty hilariously when you order the mocktail. Can I get a Can <laughs> I get
2: a virgin Kenny Chesney? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> like,
1: gonna say a virgin Chesney. <laughs> virgin Chesney. That's um, yeah. <laughs> That's like the punk record label. That's what the look they give to each other when I order all those CDs. The same way. <laughs> 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 oh my God.
0: Yeah, like right in mid sentence that we couldn't hear you anymore. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm confused sure about why. your end picked up everything. So I can yeah. still include it.
1: Maybe if you want to. I was saying dumb shit, though. Like I'm taking serious things that don't necessarily have to be taken serious <clears is the> at <throat> some point.
0: So I do want to talk about. Not necessarily right now, but at some point, I want to talk about the difference between bro country and whatever this is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I didn't get into those articles you sent me, Nate. I mean, I I did read the the, uh, gender-focused one that you sent me like a few months ago that you sent again today, which was a good one. I hope Danny read it. I did read it.
1: Um, it's a little hard to read when you send screen caps of like a. It was a little
0: article. hard to read, and Amanda was watching TikToks, uh, and so um, my reading comprehension is not the best, especially when there's other sounds going on. Word. I did start listening to that podcast as well. That's when I sent the text message of, bro, post bro, post post bro, yeah, gentleman, boyfriend, boyfriend,
1: yeah. I love that shit. I so love the, the genre <laughs> yeah. breakdown that can exist if you want it to inside of what is otherwise known to the casual listener as just mainstream country music.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's great,
2: though. I mean, it's about time every another genre got as niche as,
0: like, punk or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Cody and I went to a show.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I want to hear yeah. about that. It was... Let me remember. It was... a. Jeff Rosenstock right
0: Jeff Rosenstock why does
1: that like I don't know you can give me a list of his by the way I don't have any context aside from knowing that name Who's this person
0: uh I did do an episode on him a while ago with Dante um so that exists
1: okay never mind no list for me did he can it or did he like it uh he liked it yeah he didn't like the one ska song I gave him Oh, so Jeff Rosenstock is a ska artist? Um,
0: he kind of started off in the ska punk world. He was in Bomb well, the Music Industry, was like his band. And before that, another band called Arrogant Sons of Bitches. Mm-hmm. And he's moved more into like a pop punk or power pop kind of style, with occasionally doing ska stuff as well. One of my favorite albums of... Was that last year when Ska Dream came out? I think out? it
2: was maybe two years ago. Was it
0: two? I can't even, I don't know what time Maybe it is last anymore. year
2: was Ska Dream and the year before was No Dream. Yeah. I don't remember.
0: But he released an album. He first released an album called No Dream. It was pretty good. It was it was a fine album. But then he re-recorded the whole thing as a Ska album called Ska Dream. The mm-hmm. exact same songs done as Ska songs. And it rules so much. I, oh my God, I love it so much. So that's really cool. And it was a lot of fun. He didn't really play ska stuff, which was a bit of a letdown. He didn't have the horn section with him. I was
2: bummed he didn't, there wasn't more sax going on because he had it with him. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is a bummer. Um, When I saw him in LA, there were a few really great moments where he broke that sax out. Both like uh, good moments musically and good moments where it was just, hilarious
0: yeah he could have broken out for the impromptu red hot chili peppers cover Mm -hmm.
1: he covered the red hot chili peppers
0: just uh, totally impromptu they started playing was that suck my kiss I don't yeah yeah Uh, it was pretty great it was a really fun show Han it was his first show he kind of seemed bored out of his mind but (laughs) like immediately yeah he's he's claims that he had fun so cool i'll take it
1: (laughs) yeah i also had said oh sorry cody
3: go for it
2: uh i was just gonna say like i found it was sold out so it's pretty crowded although i don't think they like sold out to capacity maybe because of covid or something like it wasn't it didn't feel as crowded as a sold out show sometimes does Mm -hmm. so i found a pretty good spot in the back where i wasn't like rubbing shoulders with anybody and then danny took han up I don't know if you've ever been to Harlow's, but they're, uh, up the couple steps just to like by the booths up there. So we were like twenty feet apart from each other, but we could see each other the whole time, which was really yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I, Every once
0: in a while, we would point at each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd look over and Han
0: would just be laying, staring at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I eventually gave just gave him my phone, uh, like. Probably like five songs left or something like that. Six songs left. He was bored out of his mind. And so I was like, here, have my phone. Because he was just looking at the ceiling at that point. (laughs) He claims (laughs) Uh, he had fun. That's tight. (laughs) But he claims he had fun. He claims he had a good time.
2: He told me all about various Minecraft and Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild things.
0: Mm -hmm. I always... uh, it like bothers me that he like just kind of starts spouting off a bunch of stuff to uh-huh. people like anyone who will listen. Yeah. Anyone yeah, yeah. who will listen. You you handled it the best out of anyone <laughs> I've ever, been, I've ever well, seen. Well,
2: I don't have to deal with it ever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: it's a novel thing for me.
2: Uh, and it was cool hearing him talk about things. Nate, he does this really cute, great thing where he <laughs> says what instead of that. So he'd be like, instead of saying like there's these guys that chase you, he'd say, There's these guys what chase you. Wait, <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. Yes.
1: I like that. I
0: don't I I don't know. Well like Maybe I've heard that to...
2: before, but it's always like in a like hillbilly
0: context, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Luke Bryan probably <laughs> See, yeah. I fucking did it again. <laughs> Luke Combs <laughs> no. probably talks like that. I don't we've tried to kind of break the habit, but it's sticking and i don't
1: know i don't understand him i know so. what he means
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: i'm uh, curious as to where he picked it up it'll it'll eventually go away i'm sure
2: but i'm sure yeah they're event
0: they're they're very similar words mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what that yeah it was a lot of fun what do you think of the opening band we didn't even talk about the opening oh. band
2: um it was it was catchy and fun but not for mm-hmm. me like i don't think i would listen to that it was like a. Uh, pop punk they might be giants is what it reminded me of
0: yeah the singer sounded so much like the singer of the dismemberment plan which was cool at first but then the thing about the guy from the dismemberment plan is like he doesn't always sing like that he just does that sometimes so it got a little little tiring gotcha they were called cheek face yeah um, uh, the young kids seem to dig them. So yeah, there was another family cool. there um, with with like kid kids, um, and they seem to have left right after Cheekface played. So, wow, oh. they do they do have the feel of a band that would record a children's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they played a, a story time every once in a while.
1: <laughs> do you think you can make more money doing that than you could being Jeff Rosenstock? yeah but i think you gotta get
2: to like the wiggles level right well i mean there's probably i don't know children's
0: music but you know there's probably i feel like you gotta to get it. pretty big to like make a good living off of it yeah wiggles level yo gabba gabba level yeah I feel like- there's Aquabats there's several yeah there's bands like the
2: Aquabats and Kepi Guli and like yeah. I think Mike Part like all those people have recorded children's albums but I don't think parents are exposing their kids to them without already
0: being a fan of
2: mm-hmm. their not children's music yeah yeah uh,
0: I mean that's how that's kind of how uh it ended up being Han's first show was because he likes Craig of the Creek and Jeff Rosenstock does the music for that and Jeff happens to be one of my favorite musicians. And so it kind of worked out. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think he he probably doesn't make a ton of money off of that,
1: but, Mm -hmm. you know, he makes some. It feels like, um, the downside of being a children's performer is that it's probably hard to get gigs and it feels like that's where you make a lot of your money. Like if you're just streaming a lot on Apple music or some shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, nobody streams the same thing over and over like kids do though. That's
1: true. That's That's true.
0: true. Yeah. We, the kids both, we put them both to bed and they have their, their iPads set up next to their beds. They will both be listening to the Matilda soundtrack tonight, I guarantee it. <laughs> and it'll play over and over until either until we go in there or until the morning if if like they're still awake when we go in there to say Dang. goodnight again.
1: The biggest streamers. It's interesting that yeah. that shit doesn't like show up in the end of the year stream charts for um for those those platforms. Yeah.
0: I'm sure if if uh we did that one of those end of the year things for Lhasa and, and Han. It would be. Do they have their individual Spotify or Apple Music profiles? They have their own profiles. Yeah, they have their own Apple ID and everything. Wow. Yeah. Your kids are real plugged in. <laughs> they they are. Anyway, the show was really fun. It was cool to hang out with Cody, even though we were far apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you the, did you all just go out knowing for he or was something? there? No. Uh, we both took naps beforehand.
1: So that was pretty okay. good. Yeah. <laughs> disco, disco, disco nap. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh, uh, felt pretty old at that show, even yeah. though Rosenstock is, I think older than us, but I guess he appeals to the young, younger folks. There were some older folks there too, Yeah. But...
0: no, I think he, he definitely appeals to the, the Gen Z generation yeah. a bit. Um, I think Ska is pretty big with, with Gen Z, and that kind of yeah. goes along with Rosenstock. So
2: There was a guy standing in front of me by himself, and in between bands he turned to me and was like, started talking to me, which was cool. He just mm-hmm. kind of struck up conversations, like, have you seen him before? And I kind of told him that I'd seen him a couple times. And he said, this is actually my first concert ever. Whoa. I was like, oh, cool, you picked a really good one. And he's like, yeah, like he said something about like the lyrics resonating with him. So, mm-hmm. and I, but I don't know, I couldn't tell how old he was, but he did, he did say something about, he called the first band like elder millennials or older millennials. And I don't know if that was an insult for like them being younger or older than he was, hmm. or if it was an insult at all, but yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was
0: really weird. Hmm. It was interesting. Weird. I did notice you talking to, to that guy, but I, just assumed it was someone you knew.
2: Yeah, it was like my friend brought his son, it's his son's first show too. Oh, and then after oh I was God. like, uh, is that
0: am I dissing
2: this guy by being like this like how was <laughs> is This a fucking eight year old here with his first yeah. show
0: too. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be his first show uh for quite a while. I don't know if he'll be up for going to another one. Yeah. Unless there's seats.
1: Mm. Unless there's seats.
0: Yeah, we had to have a conversation on the way there about how there's not seats. Uh-huh. But then we, I mean we did find some eventually. But I Do was you know, like I don't know if we're going to find them.
1: What about those um those uh, carry-along prop like pop-up benches that older adults or are yeah, aficionados bring yeah, into museums? Kind of you can kind of
0: like wear on your belt or whatever and you just kind of like sit down. I thought you
2: meant like one of those walkers with a toilet in it. That one also. <laughs> I mean, shit. Even dude.
3: better.
1: Even better. That's super convenient if you got to go, you don't have to go <laughs> Yeah, <on>. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Nate, what have you been up to? Yeah, what's up, Nate? What's up what with you? What have Nate? I been up
1: to? Uh, oh, I don't know, just uh we've experienced some pretty shitty weather. I'm sure it's affecting both of you and mm-hmm. does me too, like my my social or my uh, non-work Life is often like trying to ride a bike or going on walks and listening to audiobooks or music or podcasts. And I have been yeah. very inside the last, what like twelve days or something, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. But are you holding up okay? Oh yeah, totally. I've been I'm, the 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 final season of Walking Dead was finally put on Netflix, so I've been watching that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, just checking it out, seeing how it ends. I want to mm-hmm. know. don't spoil that shit for me. But if you're a fan, I don't know if you. I haven't watched that, it but. since. Season I
0: don't know
1: four or five I think has like, stopped. The most yeah, random shows that I follow, but it's yeah. one. That's one of them that I had followed. That's I don't know. That's pretty much what I've been up to. Shannon's gone this weekend. She went to or just left today actually for a bachelorette party oh. in um like San Luis Obispo or somewhere in the neighborhood there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Los Ojos. Um, oh yeah. I think this will be released after she gets back, so it won't be a doxing situation or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, this
0: one won't be out for two weeks, I
1: think. Doxing okay. joke check. <laughs> <laughs> I have it here in my notes. Um, <laughs> hell yeah. So you so got the weekend
0: free. We're going to record again then. Well, I don't yeah, know what I'll else we've it. got. but well, <laughs> Oh, we got to <laughs> You got to beep that out. But that. You
1: got you to bleep it.
0: Uh yeah, I'll bleep that whole thing. Just one long bleep, <laughs> about
1: that. Second long bleep. I like the idea of never mind. Um, <laughs> did did uh did you see Amanda the other day? Yeah, she was over at my workplace. I saw her a little yeah. bit. I think she was she was spending time with people she wants to spend time with more than me, I think, which makes sense because they're very uh-huh. cool and I'm less cool. But uh yeah, I, I saw Debatable. Her. That was cool. Debatable. <laughs> no, no, no. It's something I'm I'm saying I fully understand. <laughs> um, a preoccupation with, with some with people that aren't me um, <laughs> i wonder what she thought of that building that i call home 40 hours a week <laughs> uh i don't know i'll have to ask her i was i fucking this is a thing that i so i was listening to an audiobook i was cleaning yesterday that it was talking about like mood and design in particular lighting like the sure. just the general importance of light and good light and natural light um for a person's mental health and like I'm not I'm not a person who struggles really I think I think with with that but I do feel like um we uh we fully don't give a shit about where w- where we are working and oftentimes in our own homes like we're just like we don't give a shit right we're like I got a work spot here's where I'm at
3: mm-hmm. and I
1: feel sometimes like I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus but I do feel like that spot where I'm working like could really use some some light and view improvement like they even talked about the importance not of just natural light but of like um views that have trees versus views sure. that have like a stop sign and a and a mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and a like another something. building something like that right and that can be pretty detrimental and like we spend just so much fucking time in these spots you know it's kind yeah. of wild when you think i know about it, it was
0: a big deal like there's a lot going into amanda's mood and stuff at the last library she worked at mm-hmm. versus the current library she's based out of But if you look at those two buildings... Oh,
1: the second one is so much nicer. The
0: second one is so much nicer. Like, there are Mm. huge walls of windows. There's so... Like, you don't even need lights in there, I feel like. Mm -hmm. There's so much natural light. And, yeah, like, Amanda right away was like, yeah, it just feels so much better being there.
1: Yeah, Uh, but it's... That financial investment is a thing. Like, I guess I'm... Maybe that's a a mood that I've had over the last couple of weeks as we've experienced pretty horrid weather and just, mm -hmm. like... um, some of that shit that like we just our are, are uninter- our are disinterest in like investing in things that don't make us money like like a fucking work cubicle for a person who does like it doesn't matter where your work cubicle is if you're able to continue doing what you're paid to do right they don't care yeah, yeah. Um and like the investment we have in, you know like also for in our county in our community like survival services or shit like that is all just it's just non-existent realistically like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I don't know it's a little annoying. And, and tragic and horrible at the same time, but <clears throat> yeah. I will, I am curious to see what Amanda thought of that building. And like, yeah, I think when we first went in there, like a lot of people were like, Oh, that's cool. You're going to be up in that, that new space. The city just bought. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's like an empty grocery store that hasn't been used in three years. And there's bugs and roaches <laughs> everywhere. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Cody's loving this conversation. This is
1: exciting. Cody has like a house with just like the, you've got your lighting strategy down and you've invested heavily in it and like it just is a beautiful space like with large mm-hmm. windows and wonderful lights. <laughs> I've
0: got skylights, all paid for by his work too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Well, let's talk about Luke Combs.
1: You want to increase? Yeah. You want to make the mood better? Is what you are saying? <laughs> Lift it up. Sure. A little. Hell yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. So, I know I know
0: you dudes are both really into country music. I could get that, but Luke Combs. I'm, I know this <laughs> this came from Nate, not Cody, but yeah.
2: Nate, how um, I'm not this don't does not necessarily reflect on my opinion, but how much were you trolling us with Luke Combs and these particular songs?
1: How <laughs> much was I trolling you? Um, I like these songs, I think, um, so I don't know if that, if, if then it would probably be not at all, I guess. It never,
2: but, it never crossed your mind that of like, this will be funny to make these guys oh, it, listen to these
1: songs. 100% I've In made particular. constant jokes about how a hundred percent, um, the idea of Danny and this podcast and it's like, punish, let's punish your friends with like a fucking yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah. I did. I was stretching like for what I thought was a pr- not appropriate. It's not the right word, but just like a reasonable request of you, of you in particular, Danny. And I made this uh-huh. list. I think with Cody more in mind than I might have otherwise done, where it's kind of me trying to catch Danny uh, and Danny's interests. And the reason I did that is because I wasn't convinced that Cody would enjoy this playlist at all either. <laughs> so I do. I do think that um, the troll for on Danny was fu- it was fun like I didn't expect I feel like uh if you responded to this playlist like another co-host of yours did to um one of your playlists um <laughs> I would be f- fully unsurprised just like uh. absolutely like oh yeah that makes <laughs> sense I don't think whereas when I come to you with the, uh, previously like Caitlin Butts or Leanne Womack like I genuinely Ooh. think there is stuff to find in those musicians that you would like yeah yeah I don't think that's the case with Combs but I do think there are parts I do think that he represents he represents a type of country that's still worth talking about for sure and something that I think is listenable if not enjoyable from my perspective at least but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not meant to be a troll on you, cody. It is maybe a little <laughs> bit of a tr- of a troll on on Dan for sure <laughs> gotcha <clears throat> i uh
2: I enjoyed this. But I enjoyed it like I enjoy like a Jack in the Box cheeseburger. That's for sure gonna give me diarrhea. (laughs) Like I do in general, genuinely think it tastes good and want to eat it and finish it. But I know how bad in a few
0: hours it's gonna be bad.
2: Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's so perfectly said. I really (laughs) dig that. I mean, I don't agree with you because I uh, I definitely. uh, I definitely don't. I don't diarrhea after this. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I just hit play again. But, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but that's the thing is, like, I eat plenty of foods that I know are not great for me and are not going to do me good because they taste good. And I think this is good. Like, it sounds great. It's, like, very catchy uh, junk food country really
1: pop like, country I think is it's where definitely like...
2: yeah it's it's the poppiest of pop country right uh, the... without without not being country though it, it is more country than some other stuff that people would consider pop country
1: it's interesting you say that though too and I know that Danny um, started that podcast and I like that uh, that New York Times podcast about this mm. about Luke Combs it doesn't include his most recent album it's a couple years old that podcast but they talk a lot about where Combs it sits in sort of the, the history or the trajectory of country music. And I think one of the hosts or one of the guests or something like that is like talking about how in 2050 there'll be kids at a college saying like, yo, we got to put on that Combs album. It's like, this is like real country or like this is classic yeah. country or something like that. But I also remember Cody talking at one point early on, I think actually maybe on that that Walker episode you all did where mm-hmm. you were talking a lot about like, it's hard to predict what country sounds like and, and the like, and mm. especially in the 90s when that new traditional stuff was coming out. The the first era of pop country music, maybe late eighties into the late nineties. Um, and how much Garth Brooks is country music today. Like it just sounds like country music or Alan Jackson. They just sound like country music. And this, this I think is sounds that way because it is riffing on that era so hard in such a way. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think those dudes in that podcast were calling this, um, power country is how they talked about it. Hmm. So it's like a pop, it's like a pop, um, country subgenre that, uh, includes like real pumped up arena ready rock adjacent country music or something like that. And I yeah, think that's, that's, cool. a, that's what I would, I would agree. That feels right. Yeah. Um, but it also, it also aligns with your junk food take to, to some degree, I think.
2: I also wonder you sent an article to us about like, uh, gender kind of like Uh, I don't don't remember what the headline was but basically just how like gender uh, plays a role in the success and how Luke Combs is so much more successful than Miranda Lambert in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways and and why that is and so I also wonder if I give like more leeway to female current female pop artists because I know like they're quote-unquote underdogs or whatever like they're it's like automatically more appealing to me because I know that like they have a harder time and that sucks. So I want to like them more than Luke Combs who like, like over Christmas I was talking about music with my sister and my niece and stuff. And we were talking, I was talking about how like Luke co like Miranda Lambert specifically is like this, like beautiful woman and like, she's had to kind of struggle to get to where she is not that she's like not like a billionaire or whatever but Mm -hmm. you know just female artists in general and then like luke combs is kind of like this like not that how you look matters but he's like a dumpy dude with a neck beard and (laughs) he's very they're both very very talented but like how much does that appearance thing like matter when it comes to like male versus female
1: it matters success. I mean that article I think is making the argument that yeah I think what that that person is saying is that Combs I'm not sure if it's a quote from that thing but he's talking about how um first and foremost Combs is likely more talented than his music actually is like it's he he, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to try very hard and he'll still outsell Lambert 10 to 1 and Lambert is this brilliant musician like really quite good at what she does and um Brings a lot of skill and talent and creativity to the to each album she writes. Whether you two agree with that or not, I, I fully agree with that. Guy's no, I, assessment. I, I for sure. Um, and that totally she agree with that. she's a superstar. She she is. But it took like a ton of albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot of work, and she still isn't at Combs's status, who's three albums in, and not doesn't have to try as hard. I think that though the that his look is important in his own success because it is a response to the Luke Bryans and the bro country. Yeah. Yeah. Crew. Um, And I like that part about him. And I do think there is something about him. He might not be trying as hard as he could. He might be more talented than his music perhaps portrays. Um, But he does come off as a truly like, there's something authentic about him. Yeah. Yeah. He comes off as as a
2: a truly blue collar kind of guy that you would, See at like a gas station buying tobacco or whatever.
1: Totally, which I yeah. don't think you've seen in mainstream country. And I don't even know how long. When's the last time like there was a star in mainstream country who wasn't kind of? I mean, yeah. even like they're all dressed up. Like I don't know. Like there's a description. Uh, it uh, he's he's a unique he's a unique person in the way that he looks and the way that he acts and the way that he yeah the way that he writes. But, I feel bad for
2: calling him dumpy. That's an awful word to use <laughs> about about anybody. Uh, I just mean like he does not put effort into the way he, he looks. It's, yeah.
1: It, yeah. yeah and it, there's that, f- there's that picture of the, who's <clears throat> that dude who was performing with Beyonce and he, is it Sh- Shirin, Ed Sheeran? Oh, Ed One Shiren. of those guys or like the red headed guy. Yeah, like,
0: that's Ed Sheeran. Yeah.
1: I think it was him. Like there's that famous picture of him on stage with Beyonce and he looks literally slouched out, like just super (laughs) dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she is just dressed like the most beautiful person, not just Uh that day, but perhaps of that decade, just like super dressed uh, up. And I think like that is a thing that you could throw at Combs, but I think in the way that he does it and what I like about him is that he's, he can do it as a reactionary thing within his own scene. And a guy like Sheeran is just lazy his style is lazy. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that he, he's a pop musician. He could put, he could put some more effort into it. And he's being disrespectful to Beyonce by being by, per, by a person who's just like, fuck, I just woke up. I'm gonna come out here and play. Like, I yeah. I, I don't think yeah. that's fair, but Combs like, I'd,
3: Oh, go so first.
2: I was just gonna say, yeah, like I'd never, I did not think of that at all. And you're right. It is like, it's, is there like a reaction thing on his part of like being more of an everyman? And I did notice when I was looking at various things, like, him at award ceremonies and stuff he does dress up for those things he's yeah. not he's it's not an just an affectation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like uh he probably just dresses the way he feels and then when it's appropriate he dresses up which is yeah not an ed sheeran thing or whatever yeah
0: yeah so so bro country is like what it, what is bro country like describe that
1: i've got at the definition here actually okay. like the
0: because this, I've, I've, my knowledge of country, as you both know, is extremely limited. It's, it's gaining every time you guys give me a country artist. And so far, it's been fucking great. Um, so far. <laughs> but this, to me, feels like what I would call bro country. Because it does feel like, uh, I, I, I don't know his political views or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't look into any of that shit. But it just feels like, uh, oh, what was the, the thing? Cole roll, like big ass truck. He's coal the coal yeah. yeah, it just feels like that kind of shit that makes me so uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> I think the difference is, is it definitely feels like that, but he's not. I mean, I haven't heard every song of his. Obviously, I've only heard five songs of his really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, he doesn't sing about that a lot. Didn't sing about that kind of stuff. I mean, there's plenty of talk of like beer and stuff, but that's like the history of country music, basically. Whereas I think true bro country, it's like every song is about that kind of thing. Yeah. I I have
0: my hardest part with this playlist was the lyrics because it all, and maybe I'm reading it wrong, maybe I'm trying to read it wrong. It just all felt very like misogynistic and. The first song in particular, like, had like rape culture vibes to me, and just mm-hmm. it was very off-putting. So it was hard for me to get through, um, especially I when I that. was like looking at the lyrics.
1: I think uh, those are those are fair criticisms, and we can go at them one on one. I agree with that. I think the definition. So there's a really famous article on Vulture called okay. um, uh, "It's It's Called the Rise of Bro Country." It's from like 2012 or something, mm-hmm. and they identify Bro Country as music by and of the tatted, gym-toned, party-hardy, young American white dude. Okay. And I think that it also really leans into frat culture. Mm-hmm. It's a, a style of country music that appropriates hip-hop and pop music in that way. So hip hop okay. comes out of that, yeah. that space. Is that it's like Florida-Georgia
0: line kind of bullshit? 100%. Like Luke okay.
1: Bryan, Florida-Georgia line, those are like mainstays of of that type of music. And it talks about, she says that Bro Country breaks with tradition. Um it mentions two musicians who I don't know off the top of my head, but they they pay lip service to little farm towns and pickup trucks and such, but what they care about is getting drunk and getting laid. Mm-hmm. And the titles of the the titles tell the story. So songs like Tip It Back, "Damn Baby Party People, for example, <laughs> are are prominent bro country anthems. And I think that um they combs doesn't combs is not a prototypical bro country looking person he's Mm -hmm. he doesn't he has not have that style he definitely doesn't use the 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 lyrical content although i i know what you're talking about in particular in the first song isn't isn't as misogynistic and aggressive as it would be otherwise um and i think that he um infuses elements of bro country into New traditionalist '90s era country and mm-hmm. the so-called um, boyfriend or gentleman country style. I didn't add a boyfriend song though because I don't like I don't like boyfriend country. Um, <laughs> okay. but he does he does um, he does his biggest hit currently is a boyfriend country song for sure. Huh. Can you
2: give us a quick definition of boyfriend country? I mean, well, I kind of guess- know what it is by sound, but I
1: don't know what the it's meant to be a little bit like so there, there I think it was in that podcast too, if I'm trying to remember. I listened to it quickly again today to, to to get some of that shit. But like this idea that someone like Luke Bryan can talk about getting laid and partying at a beach in Orlando or something and call it country music and then five years later write a song about sharing a romantic evening by candlelight with his mm-hmm. wife yeah. mm-hmm. or something like that, um, is a transition from bro country into boyfriend country. Okay. And yeah. Combs's current big hit, if I would remember it, like his, his, huge single right now is called, um, you have to excuse me for, cause I, I skip the song always to so Shannon. and I always laugh about it cause I won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't listen to the song. I just don't Nate, like it.
0: Nate is not a romantic.
1: I don't know. Like, I don't like, because it's a little on the nose. Like, country is sometimes on the nose in its subject matter. And this one is called, for example, the title of the song is called The Kind of Love We Make. And um, it's like, to me, it's just too on the nose. Like, Mm -hmm. it is very much like, put the candles on and we're going to fuck. Let's do it. (laughs) But it's romantic or something Uh like that. And I just like, I don't vibe with that stuff. Always or often, I guess, but yeah, I prefer to yeah. listen. To, if someone's going to say sexy shit, I want it to be in R&B or other kinds of pop yeah. avenues. Like it just is not fit man. right for me. I can handle boys to men doing some yeah. boyfriend country or boyfriend pop or whatever the hell we want to call that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I, that makes much more sense now, like describing uh, bro country. I, I'm not super familiar with that kind of like, you know, what you what you said, like hip hop and that
1: kind of thing. Oh, neither am I. To be but honest. yeah,
0: that makes more sense. And like his lyrics, uh, all the ma- misogyny that I got from them and stuff like that didn't feel like the uh, you know notches on the bedpost kind of misogyny kind of stuff. It felt a little more. It, I don't know. It just felt different. But anyway, we'll get there eventually. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And so there's like the quote I got in the article with, or in the um, podcast was they were listing off bro country and post, post, post bro and boyfriend (laughs) and uh, gentleman. So, what is is gentleman? Gentleman is just like, I'm a nice guy kind of country. Is that the same?
2: Is it pretty much the same as boyfriend country?
1: I think so, but it's like less, it's, I think gentleman country. i don't know gentleman just, country too. you're
0: not fucking yet though you're just
1: like, yeah
2: maybe gentleman country is it more based on uh things other than r- romantic relationships like uh there's that uh what's his name um i don't know there's a song now that's kind of about like uh somebody's like uh family and heritage and like thinking about like how his like grandfather would have done things. And like, mm. it feels very like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think that's right. I don't, I don't actually know as much about Gentleman country. I know that when I think of it in my head, I think of George Strait for some fucking reason, but that's not right. Like that's, mm. yeah, it's just like, there's something about the, the approach that he would take to singing about lovemaking. That would be a little bit less direct, a little bit less like the, the boyfriend country is, It feels like it feels like millennials talking about who aren't afraid to talk about sex, I guess. And gentleman country to me feels like, although I can't give examples, like it feels like a step back from that, uh, an abstraction. (laughs) Are the Avett
0: Brothers gentleman country?
1: (laughs) I have no idea. It's a Google of gentleman country provides zero returns relevant Uh, to the question, so it's not actually a genre that's like pulling in some articles or anything like that.
0: I do kind of like these very subtle delineations between them, though, because that like. In my world of, like, punk and stuff, an emo, like, I feel like there's the word punk, and then every once in a while you'll tack on, like, hardcore punk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, emo. Like, there's there's emo, screamo, and scrams. And, mm-hmm. like, you, there's not much delineation between the two, aside from, like, adding metal or adding core or something like that. But I like these very, like, subtle kind of, like, oh, no, this is boyfriend, not gentleman. <laughs> Like, I don't, yeah. know, I, l- I like that. I think we need more of that in the in the punk world.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe
0: <laughs> boyfriend punk.
1: <laughs> it's an opportunity for um, I don't know. Maybe there's a it's an ability to provide content warning without saying content warning. Sure. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. Conservative parents who who scoff at the idea of a content warning can at least tell what their child is buying by yeah. oh this is gentleman not boyfriend. <laughs> 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 some shit like that. I don't want them to mention the candlelight and the roses. I want it to be very just sort of like, and we fell in love.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he held some the door shit. open.
1: <laughs> oh but I, I have to, again, a caveat on the gentleman side of things. It seems a little bit more of an abstract idea mm-hmm. and not something that's as prominent.
2: Yeah. There's a, I just did some... Googling with bullion searches and such. And there's a New New York Times article. I just closed the window, but called something about like the gentleman of country. So I bet it's one of those Uh, things where that article kind of keyed the term gentleman country. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's probably the same person on that podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I would think Ava Brothers would be considered gentleman country. But they're like...
2: Gentlemen, I don't, I don't feel comfortable putting them in the genre of country at all. No, it's no. It, they, I like uh, G- gentlemen Americana. Okay, okay. I
1: yeah, found what you were talking about, American. Cody. By the picture's really con- good, right? It, it, by, yeah. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> Thomas Rhett. Is that what you're talking about? Like yeah, playing yeah. a white guitar in a gray suit. Oh Whoa. wait, maybe not New York. This one's Times. called um, By Bro in country music it's the year of the gentleman and they they define it as um this uh they have a more they've been more softening and sweetening country music's bruising masculinity into something a little more polished in which women are placed on a pedestal and men place their emotional needs second gotcha (laughs) the article
2: i'm talking about is called in country music nice guys Finish first what for now for for now in parentheses
1: I'm going to bookmark these. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. I really need to spend more time reading about country music on the New York Times. Apparently, Apparently. the New York Times. Yeah.
1: They've got all the takes. Um, that's direct. They're directly um, coming at Green Day with that one. They maybe are. If, <laughs> maybe if Billy Joel had just like done country music, he wouldn't have been finishing. <laughs> it's, he he so loves those. country it's, music.
2: It's very weird that that song is coming up because there's a song later in the list where I'm like, that line sounds like, something out of nice guys finish last
0: <laughs> <laughs> i uh i you know how you can follow people on apple music i followed billy joe for for a little while and he just like primarily listens to like country like post post bro country or whatever post post
1: bro yeah post post <laughs> nice. bro pre pre-girlfriend right in the right in the gentleman era <laughs> yeah yeah somewhere in there <laughs> pre-boyfriend sorry <laughs> That's a thing. Like it must it must also be mentioned like that everything we're talking about is this is a, these are subgenres of a genre that is primarily men, if not exclusively men, yeah, in this yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange in that way. And it's also a thing like with combs, like let's I want to say like we'll transition a little bit into my backstory here with this guy. Is that okay? Yeah, like yeah, he usually ask me where I came across the person. Like um I'm like Cody a little bit, like um when I look at the today's country lists or something like that, like I I do some some um some brief searches for names that seem as though they could be women like i don't always know of course not but like i generally find that um i find i find i I, when i pop on someone like miranda lambert or some of the stuff we've been listening to on this podcast like i am more drawn to their music and i think that has a lot to do with what cody was saying like to be a woman who's gaining attention in mainstream country to some degree means that you're probably one fucking killer ass musician slash in unignorable talent, Mm -hmm. um, because they do ignore women. It's women have it really shitty in country music. It's really hard to get, to get on the radio. It's really hard to get any, to get any, um, um, success in, in that genre. And, um, as a result, like I don't listen to many contemporary male country musicians, like the nineties traditionalist era, like Shannon, my wife is way into. So I do listen to a lot of that. Shit like Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, Um, but realistically, like contemporary country musicians who are men are Luke Combs and Zach Bryan. Those are the two dudes that I really spend any time with. And I met Combs because he did a duet with Miranda Lambert, which Ah, I got on this playlist. So the first Luke Combs songs I ever listened to more than one time is is Outrunning Your Memory. And um, that album, like, it was it was during that era when Shannon and I were driving back and forth to Long Beach a lot, and that album just, like, I would just play the album. It, I'd skip the kind of love we make, of course, but I would just play the album. And, like, I think Shannon and I both sort of together were just like, damn, this is pretty good. I like this. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke comes out of nowhere. And um, I think it has so much to do with the fact that he leans heavy into the, that uh 90s style so it just didn't feel like an outlier it wasn't americana it's not americana it's uh-huh. it's not contemporary it doesn't feel like contemporary country there's not auto tune like he has he uses and that's good too because he has an incredible voice like his voice is really rich and fun to listen to and just like very like stereotypically country and um we just kept listening to it over and over again and at some point I was willing to tell Cody that I thought Luke Combs was pretty good. <laughs> and uh he Josh, he like scoffed at me. And so I put on a couple songs uh in in the truck the one time Cody and I went out and um he got out saying like, eh, whatever, it's fine, and then like I closed the door. <laughs> see you never. And see <laughs> see you never. You know, and so I kept thinking from that point, like, shit, I gotta make a list. But I'll admit, like, his previous the two albums that come before, um, uh the the what is it called, grown up? What is that? grown up yeah mm-hmm. i like i still to this day can't listen to either of those albums all the way through i just uh-huh. don't find them as necessarily good or the moment didn't strike for them um but um it took a while for me to pick out some songs that i thought i really liked to make a list that didn't just have five songs from growing up basically so oh, okay. th- here we are yeah y'all i did I, I listened to this i listened to more and more combs just so i could annoy <laughs> the fuck <laughs> out of danny in his commutes <laughs> um
0: before we start on our first song, I need to go to the bathroom, because I had one too many.
3: <laughs> <Isn't> that- <laughs> I'll be right back.
4: Well, I got a call from Rowdy around. So,
2: a what do you think, Danny? Do you think he's gonna be full of bad takes again?
1: <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think his tape, his takes are—they're gonna be appropriate for his, for him. They'll be fine. Bad takes, yeah. Let's go that way. Try not to be mean, because I know, like, I don't know. I'm gonna it's be pretty mean, but not to good. him.
0: All right, perfect. <laughs> I gotta stand up for this. <laughs> gonna get passionate yeah Uh first off first thing I want to talk about with Luke Combs and maybe the mainstream country musicians that you've given me his album artwork fucking sucks it's terrible yeah like yeah. he needs to call worse up, than
2: what early Moran- worse than early Miranda Lambert it,
0: just yeah yeah It's it's up there like her's even her more recent stuff has not been that great. But, like, someone needs to get the graphic designer for uh, Caitlin Butts or Haley Whittier is like, get them working on some more mainstream country stuff because this shit. That's bad, especially the album that this song is on. There's like, him standing there in like is, his, his flannel. Like, drawn with Crayola. <laughs> like,. <laughs> What's happening here,
1: Luke? <laughs> Drawn with Crayola. It looks like Crayola markers. The thing is, is it's done after the crew has had one too many. Like, Everything,
0: yeah, yeah, probably. Point. <laughs> anyway, so this song, Nate, why'd you pick this song?
1: Why would I pick the song? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Brooks and Dunn are on this song, and it has uh, like a, it has like a drum intro, which I thought was kind of punk adjacent where he's like and then they fly into it it's like really rollicky it's fast like it seemed like um it seemed like the kind of song that could just be fun to to listen to just start mm-hmm. everything off and also like that yeah that brooks and dunn segment at the end when they like <laughs> we can listen to that shit but like uh yeah. i fucking i fucking love that but
2: it it rules for sure
0: i didn't uh i don't think i noticed a brooks and dunn section but i only i only listened to this playlist twice word so it's
1: also i also made a note on this that like um it's got piano in it and when i think of you danny i think of like different kinds of instruments you seem to like that shit i so. do like different kinds of instruments um, that's another reason for this song okay. but realistically it's brooks and dunn that's why
0: okay okay do you have any videos to watch on this one
2: i have a video i would like to show okay the right time does anybody
4: have any timestamps?
0: um I do. I have 26 seconds.
4: But I can't turn it off once I turn it on. There's no stopping me once I get going. Put a cat in my hand, man, I'm wide ass open. The tick-tock that clock is like a time bomb.
0: You both know I, I don't drink. drink. Yeah. And man. I don't usually have a problem with, with uh, songs about drinking and stuff. But this guy needs to get... Like join AA or something. Like, every
1: song has mention of drinking alcohol. Oh, and I actually toned down the beer culture in this list. <laughs> yeah. This is really the beer song, the, to be honest.
2: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, that that the TikTok of that clock is like a time bomb. Is the line that I think sounds like something from Nice Guys Finish Last <laughs> Green Day.
1: Oh hell yeah! Really?
2: Yeah. Uh, i'm not going to sing it but like the way he he says time bomb and kind of like does a little fluctuation in his mm-hmm. voice okay okay is the same uh where it's like <coughs> oh, never mind that right, guy's
3: finished to last
0: when you no, run during out the chorus uh
2: the i'm so fucking happy i can cry that line mm-hmm. sounds like it's the same line as the tiktok of that clock is like a time bomb uh, okay okay you listen to them both
0: right
1: he wrote this after listening to green day and rancid <laughs> yeah. elements well, of both. Together. i think
2: if you want to go to watch together mm-hmm. i should have done this before that we got to the course because it has to do with the
1: verse but oh word this guy's a real shit ass but let's go <laughs> yeah
2: but um can you play the first verse real quick danny uh yeah
4: i got a call from round around six o'clock saying he called a hankering for a honky-tonk wants a nice cold beer and song, but it didn't want to stay out all night long. Well, I ain't the kind to let a
2: buddy drink alone, but I can't turn it. Alright, now let's listen to this. Okay. over tonight Yes Did You guys notice how it's the same
0: song It's the exact same song same song yeah Someone's getting sued
1: I don't think Hank I don't think Hank Jr is uh, necessarily himself sober enough to make that suit <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Luke Combs um, yeah, we'll find Hunter. that that is a,
2: a bit of a reoccurring theme with Luke, Luke Combs. Oh, okay, okay. That he's
1: ripping off Hank Jr.?
2: That he's ripping off um, other things. Oh, <laughs> word. Okay. Or maybe not him, but uh, his him and his other songwriters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for uh, sure. Pretty blatant. Although, w- in this case and in another case coming up, um, I think... He sort of owns it because he, the, the lyrics are, uh, well, I got a call from rowdy around Mm -hmm. six o'clock. So I think maybe he, he could have, it's either an intentional, uh, reference to all my rowdy friends or he was like, oh, that sounds just like all my rowdy friends. Let me throw in this word to make it seem like I knew what I was.
0: It's a little Easter egg. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That makes me
4: like a little more. After five diet millers, I was feeling loose. Singing karaoke to a teal tune. When a pretty little thing shot me awake, she said, Hey cowboy, could you buy us a drink? Well, hey, maybe doll. I will if you won't, but I can't turn it off once I turn it on. There's no stop
0: Okay Diet Miller, talk about your diet miller first.
1: That's just the dumbest way to say a Miller Light. Like, I've never heard anyone say that before, and when I first heard that I was like, what the fuck, dude? That's brilliant. Uh what is a TL tune? It's Tracy Lawrence. Yeah, so I was gonna say artist, so yeah. I had oh. to think
2: about it. Tr- Tracy Lawrence was the only thing I could yeah. think of. Okay. What Tracy Lawrence song do you think he was singing?
1: <sighs> I have no idea. Do you what do you think?
2: Uh I'm looking up his hits. Man, none of, these, none of these jump out. Maybe uh, if the world had a front porch, that song sucks.
1: <laughs> Word. The world had a front uh, Oh, my
2: God. I mean, the sentiment, I guess, is nice. It talks about, you know, how if, like, the whole world could just sit on their front porch and chat together, we'd all get along. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Um, so... I I know these are these are songs and they're not necessarily based in realism and stuff, but I don't think any of that happened.
3: I oh, no. I think
0: if if anything, this is a classic case of a dude completely misreading a situation. Like first of all, who the fuck winks? There is mess. There is references to winking women winking at this guy multiple times on this playlist. Like who winks? At people, first of all,
1: um, I do it all the time. I mean, not like in in situations that are relatively appropriate, but a wink is a fun thing. Well, okay. A well timed okay. wink, yeah. is
0: great. You, you need to get more winking. In I your guess link. I do. I I think this is more like the, the the they made eye contact, and the woman's like, oh fuck, this guy made eye contact with me, and she's like, it's not what you think, and he's like, sure, I'll buy you a drink.
1: <laughs> the thing is, is that. To me, like this context of this wink is Luke Combs doesn't get out much and he watches movies, and therefore he wrote <laughs> sure, that. Sure, sure,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I, I, I don't like the sentiment of, of in this context anyway that this verse I really have a hard time with the sentiment of I'll buy you a drink, but once I get going, I I won't stop. Like, yeah, that's leaning into some touchy territory.
2: Yeah, in the first verse, it's it's more like once I start drinking I'm gonna cut loose and yeah, there's no yeah, stopping yeah. me I'm gonna keep partying and then this because it's coming from like this female sort of like hitting on him or whatever you know, you can read it the same way and he doesn't the chorus he go, goes into is the same it's not like he goes into a chorus about like how he can't control himself sexually <laughs> or something yeah, yeah. but it definitely yeah comes off as like hey man I told you once I uh, had enough, it's hard for me. I just can't stop. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I th- I agree, and I'm not going to defend the sentiment you're putting up, Danny. I, uh, I think that, I think that, and it's just to think that it's more in the line of like, yo, let's do it. But like, I can't, I can't keep it together. And like, I can see this being like him saying like, you're not going to have me fun. I'm just going to get drunk and vomit uh, out in the yeah, corner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. That's what I when I read it, it was like this is the kind of dude that like you're going to have to help it get into a cab. The
0: the thing that sucks though. It is like you, like the three of us, like understand the context here. Right. Yeah. But I feel like there is a lot of men in this world, men specifically in this world that will see this and use it as an excuse, you know? Yeah. And that's, it's the kind of agenda that like, I get why you're pushing it, like, oh, okay, like, you know, you've got your fun drinking songs and stuff like that, but uh, when it gets into stuff like that, I just feel like that's not – I feel like it needs to be worded differently or something like that Mm, for for this section, but that's just – It's true. uh, You know, liberal me.
1: (laughs) He – he can be clever mm-hmm. lyrically. He could have been more clever lyrically, hundred percent. And
0: you—you you were mentioning earlier. I forgot to say this, but like, uh, speaking to that article from New York Times where they were talking about gender roles and music and stuff like country music and stuff like that, like, and comparing a lot of uh, his songs and Marina Lambert's songs, and uh, they'll do the same kind of thing where they're like listing listing things off. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they talk about it all comes out in the wash and listing off like you know getting pregnant in the 7-11 like that kind of shit the way she does it and I only have these five songs really for context with him but like the way he does it is so like basic and easy and I feel like the way she does it is so much more poetic and interesting yeah. and but yeah and then it, I guess that kind of speaks to the, the sexism or, or whatever you want to call it when it comes to being a country star
1: She's having a good year, too. Like, he was just named for the second year in a row Entertainer of the Year, which is, like, a big deal in uh, in Nashville or country music. And she's, you know, like, I I don't disagree with that. That's a through line here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to discount the the joy I have with Combs songs and how much better he is than almost all of his peers, Mm -hmm. I think, especially Mm -hmm. male country stars right now. But, like, that's a fucking fact, 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, that's where I... have like skip the song after that. I mean I listened to the whole thing once, but when I was taking my notes, I was like, okay, I got my note, I'm going to the next song. Uh
2: my first timestamp is at 145. Okay. Um, which is the solo, which is 14 seconds long, so Ooh, pushing usually it. against my rule of <laughs> solos, but it shifts nicely into pedal steel, so I'll oh, let okay. it pass this time. <laughs>
3: still
0: a nice concise short solo yeah 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 do you think the person playing the solo could uh drink a beer while they were playing the solo no Ooh, it might be too short
1: <laughs> yeah i mean no. this, the,
2: the physics of that is not yeah. possible for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about What's the guy's name? What was oh, his I name? don't remember. Chili dog? Was
1: Cattle Rancher Chili Dog Danny or something like that. <laughs> chili dog right something. now
2: there's a viral Instagram TikTok thing of this guy this country guy playing a solo uh, while he's drinking a beer by holding it in his mouth and tipping his his head back. It, it rules. And like and plain, slash plain slide sad.
0: with the fucking <laughs> beer bottle too. Oh my god. Michael Chili Dog Castleberry.
3: Castle to you my instead to <laughs> um
1: I want to do a longer timestamp or at least like the 207 I want to talk about uh Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn jumping in yeah what you say
4: we shot one yeah what well, she
3: one with you Luke come on
4: Ronnie there's no stopping me once I get to going
1: Is there, like, a video or something for this? There is a video, but they don't, like, <laughs> Brooks and Dunn are old. I just want to say that. They're, like, really old. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, in the video, like, it shows. Like, I'm impressed with their vocal levels. Like, they sound just like they're coming out of the 1990s, uh-huh. but, or the late 80s even. Like, but in the video, like, I don't think they can shotgun one anymore. Oh, okay. no. perfectly honest, But in the video, like... It's got Combs comes on. He's playing live or something in the video. And like he shotguns one in an arena full of people screaming along <laughs> to the song. But, yeah. Which I think is, um, you know, say what you will, Danny. You're right. at hundred percent like beer culture can can lead to bad things. And I think Combs handles it way better than some other country musicians. But it is a prominent aspect of his shit. Yeah. 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 But the idea of him like shotgunning a beer. In front of forty thousand people or something is tight <laughs> as hell. To be honest, <laughs> in the middle of that song, also you got to be able to do it. It's not that yeah. easy to do. Like, it, yeah. I mean, he's obviously a pro.
2: <laughs> Man, I've got two things to say. Okay. First off, Nate, have you ever shotgunned a to beer?
1: Yeah, I've shotgun a beer. Yeah, and I find it challenging to be honest. But
2: me too. I used to do it a lot. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it was pretty fun. We should shotgun a beer. <laughs> All right, I'm down with that. While and listening Danny, to this, you, song? Should, you could shotgun like a lacrosse or something uh, just to get okay. the experience
0: of what it's like to shotgun a okay, beer. Okay, I've never shotgunned anything. Uh, I'll do a liquid death. My liquid my unofficial uh, sponsor.
2: Well, that's hard cuz that's like an extra few ounces, true. but true. sure. <laughs> There's a pretty good picture of me from a party in like 2007 or something where I was we were shot getting beers and I managed to like stab myself in the hand when I stabbed the beer can and I'm nice. like bleeding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not super proud of that. This beer beer culture's yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> it totally. Second is. thing I was gonna say is on New Year's. Well, not on New Year's. We watched it after New Year's, but there was a I think on CBS there was a country New Year's countdown. Did you see this at mm-hmm. all, Nate? Well, Brooks and Dunn were on it and you're right, they look old, and I kept telling Brandy that I was gonna cut my hair and try and look like Ronnie. <laughs> <Donnie>. <laughs> and she was not down with it.
1: Oh. They they are old. I, Danny, I, like it won't happen, I don't know, unless if unless Cody does it, but like they are um Unbelievably good, oh, Un-fucking-believably yeah. good. Brooks and Dunn, and they did this uh, that Neon Moon remix. Have you listened to that? Shit,
2: it's so good. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's also there's a um, brand new man is Luke Combs on yeah. that, and it's just oh. and like Casey Musgraves is on there. Ooh. Um, it's oh fuck, dude. It's Brooks a whole like
2: yeah tribute kind of album, right? Or remix album. Yeah, She's they make the appearances and
1: sometimes Neon they don't. Moon, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. She does Neon Moon. Yeah, what is it called? It's, ca- it's it, called Neon it's, Moon, it's, but.
2: It's yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's it's worth listening to that specifically. The neon neon moon cover with with Casey Musgraves is like really good. It's really really good.
1: Oh yeah, it's called the reboot. Sorry, I'm just, neon moon's the song I listen to the most from it. But yeah, the Brooks and Dunn reboot, reboot, get it, boot, oh. yeah, like boot, scoot boogie. <laughs> like boot scoot boogie. Hell yeah, it's also I could, got. I um, could
2: do a Brooks and Dunn episode. I think they've got five songs that would
1: appeal to Danny. Yeah. I feel, I would like you to do that. It's not something I could do. Shannon might be able to pull them together. She's a big fan. But every time we listen to that, to those two, I'm just like, fuck, this is good. It's so good.
2: Ne- Neon Moon is undeniable. Even just their version is like, yeah. it's just an amazing
0: song. If, if uh, yeah. Casey Musgraves is down with it, I'll be down with it too. Okay, cool.
2: I love the when they come in with the... Uh, we'll we'll shoot one with you. Look, come on, Ronnie. <laughs> like it's, it's just so good, like, it's really good. But then they come in and they sound so good. They all three of them singing together sounds
1: great, really good. It also ends on like so that like yeah, I gotta I gotta echo that and just lift it up. Like <laughs> that choice to do that in the middle of that song and have kicks just shout out at Ronnie like yeah, we'll do this. <laughs> is so fucking weird. It's such a weird choice and it, it rocks. It's so funny. And at the very end, like when they do, they are singing as a as a group. And at the very end, like they run through that last part of the chorus, um, Brooks and Dunn uh, sing it, and then Combs finishes it. And I just I just feel like it's a kind of fun little passing of the torch or some shit that's oh, okay. going on there yeah. that, that fit really well. And uh, then the
2: at two fifty is my final okay. time stamp at the very end of the song.
4: Come on, that's a country song. There
1: Shit, no.
2: That's like, but do they? The the lyrics I found
1: pointed out. I think they edit out a a swear word. It kind of seems like it. I feel like he self edited. He did a self censor.
0: Yeah, it sounds like when you're about to say like a swear word at work or something, but you cut you catch yourself.
2: I'd love to hear Kix Brooks or Ronnie Dunn say the F. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd be safe. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're cool enough, but like. If you wanna like if they're gonna be cooler, every little bit
0: helps. Ooh
4: <laughs> This pluton I crashed on in college. Well, it
1: ain't
0: What okay? Uh, I'm gonna ask you to explain every song why you picked every song, Nate. So why would you pick this one?
1: I think these are the two songs I like from this album. This one is catchy as shit. Mm-hmm. It's just really fucking catchy, and I think it stands out for that. I also he's got um the there's a thing that is mentioned in that podcast, and I didn't really know what it meant until I started listening to him after having heard it. But like they talk about how in his mix, like he throws like um like a steel or a mandolin in, like with subtlety that is really absent in contemporary country. Like people are like, We're gonna do the steel, so put it up front, man, we gotta get that steel out there. So <laughs> people call us country artists or something. Or the mandolin and like throughout this song, there's like fucking that shit's in the background. Um, there's a solo towards the end where I think that there's some some fucking mandolin or like what do you call that? Uh, a banjo solo just going on, but it's like really fucking subtle, and I think it's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, I think the lyrics, there's some clever shit going on. It's a pretty basic breakup song, but he does some. He's, I don't know, he's he's funny at times. He can be funny, which is a surprise, I think. But, mm. but yeah, that's it. Okay, okay.
0: I have two timestamps. My first one is at oh, mm, I okay. one thirty-five. Not I have one at one twenty-seven. I
2: have one at
1: one eighteen. Ooh.
2: Uh, on one, I'll say it before we start it because it, it is, It's this is exactly what you're saying Nate, it's subtle, the organ comes in <coughs> partway through this line and then the, then the steel comes in and they're both very subtle if you're not like listening for them you could miss them
4: And this fiber might only spin my tires to the other side of town But at least I'm out of this house and this dive's tired of band man, it ain't
1: Hell yeah. I like that. um, This Fiverr might only spin my tires to the other side of town. It's cool. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) It's also gas is too damn expensive, apparently, but whatever.
0: We've, we've got the, the theme of drinking again. And I I guess that's a problem with the way I handled this playlist is like, I couldn't get over myself, I guess, um, or past the lyrics a lot of the time and so i didn't pay super close attention but to like the instrumentation and stuff but yeah like the really subtle organ in the back is is nice and like the hints of steel guitar is pretty cool in there um so i don't know maybe maybe it's worth one more listen for me to like <laughs> stop get off my fucking pedestal or whatever and and uh, pay more attention
2: before you move on, I I, I didn't write down the timestamp, but we were uh-huh. about there uh, with that last one, uh, the, the chorus, um, if you can okay. get to the chorus. Uh, I, and now I want you to open the lyrics for One Too Many, and I want you to read the lyrics to One Too Many over the chorus of Every Little Bit Helps, the, not out loud. The chorus of it? But you'll find that, again, they're the <laughs> same song. Okay.
0: The chorus over the chorus or the verse over the chorus? The chorus okay, over the okay. chorus, they're the same chorus. <clears throat> Get ready, Nate. You're gonna sing it.
3: Get me all the way
4: over you, but every little bit gets me a little bit closer to walking right out of your valley of the shadow of death. Step by step, I'm getting out from under that spell you put on me. and know you just left. It.
2: Like uh, the lines, except for when he says, "Like, oh, but every every little bit helps." There's like a subtle change there, but like you can like, tr- you know, put one take one line and put it over the line mm. of another song, and they all like fit. It's like such a formula hmm. with him. Hmm. It's weird. Like the, it's almost like the same amount of syllables and everything. It's like he figured out how to do a catchy <laughs> chorus and then applies it to
0: multiple songs hell
1: yeah making some making some easy money there you no know? <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i like the 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 way he makes step by step stand, stand out and maybe it's just the millennial in me but i just picture the the theme song for the show step by step that show's
1: <laughs> been referenced in this podcast amongst the three of us before if i'm not mistaken uh, has it uh, yeah yeah uh, because of name. Oh, right, right, right. We're right, obviously right. big fans. That's true. I noticed that as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then, okay, 231 is my next one. There's that wink. Who
4: keeps winking,
0: winking, winking w- at this guy? Who keeps winking at him? Um, I don't know. Well, obviously he has
2: a thing for girls. That Apparently, make. maybe that's just his. Maybe it's a
0: maybe it's a country thing. Does your dad? Did your mom wink at your dad, Cody?
2: I don't know. Probably not. But again, winking is <laughs> cool, Danny. I don't know what, what you have against it. I'm th- it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't happen a lot in everyday life. But when it does, I mean, that's the point of what he's saying.
0: Is like that wink, yeah. man. Yeah. Like it stands it's out, meaningful. Okay, I'm gonna Amanda and I are gonna have to have a conversation later. I think.
1: I think you should go. She used to wink at me more. No, no. I think you should wink at her, like just see what happens. Have you practiced before? (laughs) Can you practice one time with us? Let's see your wink. Okay, okay. Like just like that? That's pretty good, yeah. Damn, hell yeah. That's pretty good. A little bit of a head tilt at the same time. Don't Mm -hmm. don't overdo the head tilt, but you know, looks pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll let you
0: know how it goes. Anyway, that's my last time tape on this one. I, I don't know what else you guys got. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, I
1: was one. talking about that solo at the end at 3.35.
0: Okay, okay. Let's hear the solo. Count it, Cody. How long is it? It's long. Okay,
1: I'm it's timing it. like 28 it. seconds or something. Every
0: That solo fucking rules.
1: It's some wild Stallion's shit right There's there. There's like three <laughs> guitars.
0: Yes. Yeah. There are three things happening there. <laughs> that
2: I'm going to I'm going to call that the outro
0: and not a solo and, solo <laughs> and deem it acceptable. Passable.
1: There was some shredding going on on a banjo or something in the background there that was, that was There was there was a lot
0: going on there. Yeah. I'm about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's pretty good.
1: Man, when it comes to like adding just instrumentation over instrumentation into your ra- rage and wild stallions like solo, you know, it's just when you get that feeling that like when it rains, it fucking pours. <laughs> you can't add extra <laughs> words in. <laughs> Sunday morning, man,
4: she woke up fighting man. Bitching and moaning.
1: I did that on purpose.
2: <laughs> Just edit that word out. Dude. Okay. You should edit. You should, anyways, unless you're going to mark it
0: explicit. Oh, I found a way. Uh, I was messing around with, with podcast settings, and I found a way that now every episode is automatically explicit. Oh, cool! Oh, I'm so glad.
1: <laughs> it's also nice for your legacy. Like when your kids listen to this as old, as adults, and they're like, "I want to hear my dad uh-huh. talking." And they're like, "Yeah, every single one is explicit, explicit, explicit." explicit. <laughs> That's my dad right there. That's my that bad. E is for edgy. is <laughs> <E's> for edgy. <laughs> that was educational, but all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 not that kind of E. Did you Did you see some of the downpour we had today?
0: Uh, a little bit. We were on a on a Target trip, uh-huh. so we we saw a bit of it.
1: Do you identify as a Target dad? Am I a Target dad? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. I have no shame in that. I love Target. <laughs> got some toys for the kids, even though I told them we weren't going to get them any. Still got them though. Yeah. Can't can't say no to Gabby's dollhouse. Yeah. The show is the best.
1: It's more for you than it is for them.
2: Nate, I thought you were setting yourself up, but you you got distracted by Target. You're really bad at this.
1: (laughs) I'm really bad at this. Um, I don't know. Like today, (laughs) what did you think of the rain today? Man, when it rains, it pours.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, We already entered the song. I entered it with with, uh, Nate's best up one.
1: Okay, well, then we workshopped a little bit for everybody to hear how it goes. I'll
0: do the, (laughs) the intro of the song again. (laughs) <laughs> you do that. Um
1: <clears throat> I picked this song because of the Hooters reference. <laughs> um and I also think it's funny. The song is funny. He he's he's broken he gets broken up with and then he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to write a song about winning the lottery right after I got broken up with. Mm-hmm. Fuck everything. I'm my life's great." <laughs> it's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh this song is funny. It's it's uh it's clever
0: for sure. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So we are not recording this in the Hooters parking lot, which I suggested, not until way too yeah. late.
2: I looked it up before we started recording because I thought it would be funny to talk about. But when I looked it up, I, everything I found about it was that it was a rumor, but uh, a dumb rumor at that Oh, but, I know what uh, you're talking uh, about. Yeah, The, the uh, thing about how millennials are killing Hooters because they don't enjoy breasts. They're all butt people. <laughs> So dumb.
1: Wait, what's the rumor that Hooters is thriving, or that millennials are in fact actually breast people? It's
2: one of those things where people said that the Hooters but was going to rebrand. Not true. Yeah. Um, oh, it
1: was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. For some reason, if you were to tell me that, I would take that at face value. Like, I, I feel that that sentiment seems correct. The millennials are less interested in places like Hooters. I, th- I th- yeah,
0: I think that's true, but I don't think it's because millennials are butt people.
1: Yeah, I think millennials are butt people. Oh, I feel that feels right to me, too, though. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, mean I agree. Uh, Cody, I, th- I think you were there. Do you remember attempting to go to Hooters on Carlos's birthday? Mm, yeah, that seems right. And we did we not? Go? No, we we got in there. It was me, you, Carlos and Jessica. And we walked in and they were really busy. And we were gonna uh-huh. to have to wait a little bit and we were just kinda of like standing there waiting, and all of us just felt really awkward and uncomfortable. So we left and Yeah. I can't remember where we went. For some reason I wanna say Sizzler, but I think that's wrong.
2: It might have been Logan's Roadhouse. May Oh <laughs> Oh, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, have
1: you ever been to Hooters? No, I've never been to Hooters. I um did I don't think I've There's, this is probably the most, this community that we live in here, Sacramento Mm -hmm. County is probably, I mean, there are fucking Hooters in the area of Seattle, I guess, but like I've never really lived anywhere where it was something that would be anywhere remotely accessible. Yeah. I feel like small towns and Seattle and then here. So Mm -hmm. no, I did go to Orlando for a work trip and I was walking down the street or down basically a highway, but it was supposed to be a street. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everybody drives fast there, and I was trying to find some food. It was really hard to find something that was vegetarian, and there was um, uh, what looked like a chain restaurant. It was a chain restaurant called Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I was. I walked up towards that. that spot and uh, realized what I was walking into as I looked closer at the graphic and inside, and I was like, "Nope, that's not. I don't, <laughs> don't want to go in there," and went elsewhere. But um, that's the closest I've ever come to a Hooters-esque or one of these like boob-forward bars uh-huh. or yeah. restaurants. I personally though like I'm not I don't have any judgment to pass on them whatsoever. I think they are yeah. what they are, and I think the. I, per- I, oh, go I ahead. was just
2: gonna say I've been there once, uh, for a bachelor party, <laughs> which the bachelor party was us going to Hooters, then us going to watch a movie <laughs> hell yeah, at the at the theater in the same parking lot. Oh, oh okay. And it it was a lot of fun, uh, and Hooters was weird, but it was. <laughs> Not as hootery as like (laughs) you they would they want you to believe.
1: Yeah, it feels to me like I don't know. Like the only inside Hooters experience I have is that section of a an an office American Office episode Mm -hmm. when Michael Scott goes to Hooters and says the exact kind of shit you imagine immature men say (laughs) when they're at Hooters. Yeah. yeah, But I honestly think that like that's I don't know. I'm sure that there's dumb shit that goes down in there especially if there's drinking involved but i would imagine it's more like an applebee's than i than i stereotype it as Mm -hmm. that's
2: pretty much what it was
0: yeah i didn't uh, realize that twin twin peaks place was like that until somebody told me because we had drive by it and i was just disappointed that wasn't fresh choice anymore uh Mm
1: -hmm. but the, the
0: marketing is more subtle
1: it is, and like for people, like I don't know if that's where you're coming at it. When I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, that's cool, Twin Peaks." Yeah, right. Twin Peaks. Wonder I was like, "Oh, yeah. is this like a David Lynch <laughs> theme restaurant?" A David Lynch theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they gotta have something that's veggie in there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find out, unfortunately. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, uh, uh, this song. This song.
0: Uh, who's got time? I got one timestamp at one fifty-five.
2: I have a timestamp at 38, which is just the chorus, okay. and I won't make you guys read along this time. <laughs> but uh, once again, you can read the exact same lyrics over this chorus <laughs> as well.
0: Uh, this, let's see, this album artwork is pretty bad, but it's better than the last album we were talking about. You like this one more? The little church—it's it's slightly st- better.
1: Stainless steel, or what is that like called? Like colorful uh, glass or whatever.
0: Uh, stained glass. Stained glass. Oh yeah.
1: I prefer the other one. I think the other one's a little bit more more my, my style. hmm Then I want a hundred bucks
4: on a scratch-off ticket bought two 12-packs and a tank of gas with it. She swore they were a waste of time on, oh, but she was wrong.
0: deep sea senorita it's <laughs> fucking horrible deep sea senorita fishing that sounds
2: like a outtake line from Kokomo <laughs> yes, <it does. laughs>
0: like tropical contact high deep sea senorita fishing uh yeah the chorus sound this one was much more apparent like I kept waiting for him to say I'm wide ass open yeah <laughs> Word. Um, uh 155 is is my my first and only time stamp. Do you have anything before that? I have one
2: at, at 108.
4: 108. Oh Lord, it rains, it sure right. cool.
2: Nate, do you know where I'm going with this?
1: No, I don't. Bring it on.
2: Okay uh we'll go to watch together again
1: oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: take a listen to this guitar part it's the same guitar part
3: i love that you
1: found it i do have a question about this like i feel like um I know a couple of people who write songs and shit like that. Like, you you two are – you've been in bands. Danny, you're in a band. Cody, mm-hmm. you might be for all I know. But the 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 lifting of sections of songs you love is like an, a time-worn tradition of – that's just like a cool thing to do. Sure, yeah, not? yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, but, so I wait, love Cody. that shit.
2: I, I like it too, but I don't like it when it is vague, whether <clears throat> they're trying to get away with something. I, once again, I think – he does the same thing as he did with that first one where he says, when it rains, it pours because in that Judd song, it's why not me on a rainy day. So they both have a like reference to rain.
3: Mm-hmm. So I feel less like, likely there. I, think.
2: I, I feel like, yeah, he throws it in. So it's like, well, if anybody catches me with this, they can think that it's like a subtle nod to the Judds, but it's, I'm not going to make it obvious for everybody.
1: Hmm. It feels like I want to do some looking at this. I remember skipping over a YouTube video um, in preparing for this that mentioned uh, a search for the Easter eggs or something like that. And I'm wondering if this is a thing that's in like in the Combs fan oh. verse or whatever, where he's he likes to do this sort of thing, because if he's uh-huh. doing the tie in and the the riff that he's taking isn't obvious necessarily to to people who wouldn't know the Judd song or like, I don't know. I'd be curious to know if this is like a thing that he does with some intention
2: yeah, gosh, that sounds cool. Is it, I don't, a, I is it a long YouTube
1: that. video? I didn't watch it because it wasn't relevant to what mm. I was trying to do. I was trying to look for a live version of of um, one of this one of these songs. If it's not too long, oh,
0: I'd be down to watch it.
2: Well, what I'm seeing is there's multiple videos that are just his songs, and then in parentheses, Easter eggs revealed. So I don't know if oh. he does it, and then and they're official videos. So I think maybe he. Points it out,
0: I guess. Is he the the Taylor Swift of post 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 bro country?
1: The post oh, No, maybe. <laughs> How old uh, is Luke
2: Combs? Oh, that's a good question. Let's all take a guess.
0: Um okay, I won't look. I'm gonna guess twenty-eight. Shit, that's
1: good. I'm gonna guess twenty no, thirty-one.
2: I'm gonna guess thirty-six.
1: Okay, he is 32. Uh,
0: 32. Yeah. Luke Albert Combs. Let's see, people also search for Darius Rucker, Morgan Wallen, Luke Bryan, and Tim McGraw. Why do you think um, Darius Rucker and Tim McGraw are currently trending? Because They must have done a duet. Yeah, they might have done a duet.
2: Uh, also on that New Year's thing... Darius Rucker performed, and he did a Hootie song. Whoa, cool. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Do you think they got mad at him for that? Uh, No, it was great. Was it that one Hootie song? It was I Only Want to Be With You. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one.
0: I only want to be with you. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I
1: mean, it sounds
0: like a country song
1: anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really does.
0: Okay, d- did I already play the timestamp? Yeah, I did, because we were comparing it to the the Judds. Okay,
4: 155. Yeah. Is the only logical reason.
0: did not happen sir that did
1: not happen <laughs> it did not <laughs> how do you know uh, it's, he does mention in this song if i'm not mistaken that like the person that broke up with him started to give him a call when his song started to play on the radio yeah, is that yeah. this song or the last that's song? The song i'm confusing the two when it cause, so maybe because he, he
0: won his hundred dollars and they announced it on the radio or oh uh, okay that's what you think so it was they, not
1: like a combs hit or something yeah I would bet the idea of leaving your number on a receipt mm-hmm. at a, at a restaurant and having the person you intended to take that number, call you back is about as successful as cat calling. Yeah. It's like a yeah. zero. There's zero percentage yeah. thing. It's I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know why anyone would do it unless there is like genuine back and forth engagement. And the person maybe says like, Hey, give me your number or something mm-hmm. like that, but like, I don't know. So yeah, I don't think it happened either, I but don't, I wouldn't, I don't like it. Oh, it, did, it didn't happen,
2: <laughs> Danny. I gotta say this this taking things literally thing it's it's not is a good It's right? gonna come back to bite me. It's not a good you look. You apply these rules to any song, and it's like that didn't happen. That's more Confessional, for example, or Chris yeah, Conley, or Chris or Conley's Conley's Conley. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely did yeah. not gouge out his blue. Eyes. No, he did not. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: Speaking of Walking Dead, damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh this song like i get that this song is funny uh it it something that the one of the guys in, in that podcast said uh about how uh he writes these songs that anyone can relate to and mm. he's got those like tongue-in-cheek i guess um references to like oh this uh i just broke up or we just broke up or, whatever, or Uh, I just got the perfect girl, but she's crazy. Like that kind of thing. And just, it just leads into more like misogynistic stuff. And like that podcast was, was done in 2020. And I feel like even in 2020, that's like pretty late for a take like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if they were to talk about that subject on a current podcast, I don't think that that would, uh, that would fly as easily as it did even in 2020, Um, him making
1: a reference to picking up a waitress
0: uh they were just talking about um and I, i feel like that that comes up in this song where he's talking about oh my my girlfriend and i he's basically saying like my girlfriend and i got into an argument and then we broke up uh and now she's coming back and apologizing and and stuff like that and she was mad at the beginning because he came home late and probably drunk and and whatever and I just okay, feel like there's a lo- there's a lot there's a lot of like pointing the finger at women for being mad and oh she's just crazy and that kind of that kind of thing I don't know that kind of stuff just it makes me feel I, weird.
1: I feel you completely. I don't think this song is that one though. Like I would have to I would have to say like it's if if it's there it's a lesser tone. The previous one might have I don't even know like the idea This it's a breakup song, he doesn't, he actually has a song. He uses the word crazy on a couple of songs in mm-hmm. a previous, on this album, I think, which I, I also think is stupid. Like mm-hmm. we should be beyond that even in 2019 or 2020 when this came out. But I think in this song, he's, he's playing on a trope, like a breakup trope. That's mm-hmm. trying to put, trying to put a good mood twist on, on a bad situation. Yeah. And, I mean, um, I, I get that. It's something about it. And I think just... I would say like, also like the picking up a waitress like it's it's a funny thing and i think that everybody knows that it's like it's tongue in cheek but i do think I'm, 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 i i'm i i this idea that like it perpetuates like there's i think that we have to take the listeners at their uh, give them some credit to understand mm-hmm. that this is sort of a jokey like approach to um uh reframing a breakup song and like cuz cuz music like so much of and i mean we can stop listening to songs with misogyny in them too i'm all about that but i i wonder what how you how you would react to a a hip-hop list that maybe was done with snoop Dogg in it yeah like like i mean we all have to like snoop Dogg. you take with like you take that shit and you 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 point out where it's where it's problematic especially if you're like listening to it with han or i mean i don't think you do that but eventually you're gonna have to bring that up with with him Mm -hmm. and like but i also i also think that like being able to I don't know. Like the argument I guess I'm making is like, it's, it's in this situation. I don't think that bad outcomes come from this Mm -hmm. song per se. I think bad outcomes come from a fucking sexist, shitty ass society that we have. But this song, I don't, I don't think this song is necessarily like pushing anyone in a specific direction. He makes a joke about picking up a waitress. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not hella comfortable and I'm not here to stand to stick up for that (laughs) shit. But I, I do, I do not think it pushes. I, I don't know. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, I feel like the misogyny of this song and the other songs are rooted in the culture, not in the person yeah, of yeah. Lu- Luke Combs. It's like, it is good old boy uh, American culture uh, that he's, like, referencing and singing about, okay. Not, n- not saying, like, I'm this... Well, he is saying that, but, like... It's not like specific to Luke Combs. It's basically anything that doesn't any I feel like any country music that doesn't come off that way is the exception.
0: Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. Like it definitely feels like good old boy kind of music which yeah. is weird and uncomfortable in its own Still way. Still bad. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh
3: but it's way. not
0: I feel like if we were if this were bro country like we were talking about earlier, it would be a whole different kind of Situation yeah. instead of lyrics,
2: we just said something profound about
1: misogyny. <laughs> yeah, we saw okay. it. You can listen to it. Yeah, I we'll think... figured it out. I think you're right, Danny. I for whatever reason though, it doesn't push me away from this song. Like it, I could see scenarios where it would push me away, but it doesn't reason, push me it, away it as much
0: as the first song did for sure. Yeah, because um, it is very tongue-in-cheek, and it's obviously he didn't. I don't know. It's just kind of a funny thing, and they there's always that that stupid joke of oh, you play a country song backwards, and he gets his dog back, and he gets his woman back, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It almost feels like a a play on that, but like an opposite thing. Like, yeah, we broke up, but now all this good shit's happening, and that's great. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah,
1: she is. She did call him because he won a hundred dollars on a scratch off ticket. That's the reference. Uh, she called him. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: good. and I think maybe it I was. Love that. Like I a, won a $100 and, or maybe she heard about the trip. She wants to go to the Senorita fishing kind of thing.
1: That's probably true. I, oh yeah, that's a good point. I do like the idea, like, for, it sounds so like, like, um, small town, like shit where it's like, yo, yeah, Luke won $100 <laughs> on a scratch off ticket. And you're like, what, really? I got to give him a call. Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. I'm with you, Danny. I'm not, I'm not trying to push back or like saying like, say like you're wrong, but like, I do think, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I guess. This one is a, this is a song that I think is like with it all comes, like it all comes out in the wash is a better song, but Mm -hmm. like a, just like a funny way of like playing with this, this trope. Yeah. 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 That song is really good.
0: Uh,
2: it's, it's, we're coming down on the wire guys. We, we got to keep doing this.
4: Someone asked me once in an interview, what was growing up like? Where'd you go to school and what would you do if you weren't doing this? Oh, shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> I have one note on this song. Yeah, let's hear that. Way to not listen to the assignment, guy. <laughs> like, the, the, the interviewer is like, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Well, I'd still be doing this. <laughs>
1: The, the video for this actually has like an interview set up. So like somebody, there's a guy asking him like, so tell us about what you'd be doing if you're doing this. And then it cuts immediately to the actual song. And I'm like, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, it's so Terrible. fucking stupid. Um, uh, I
2: actually, I like this. I like that idea. I, that Yeah. Of like, cause sometimes there's like no other, you can't, it's like if somebody asked you like, well, who would you marry if you didn't marry your wife? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know. I would only, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, When I was taking these notes, I was very, like, over it, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, my notes aren't the best. Like, I get it, too. I get it that, like, especially for someone like this who this seems like, everything that he wants to be doing is, is playing music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if this is the only thing he could ever see himself doing, even if he was doing it at, you know, on a really low level on a, on a chili dog level. <laughs> I really like the first 45 minutes,
2: or sorry, <laughs> 45 seconds of this song. This is a before, sec, he, Brian? before he uh, kicks it into overdrive. Like uh, I was stoked when I was like, "Oh, cool! Is this a slow one?" Which I'm sure he has slow ones. They're just not on this playlist, right, Nate?
1: Oh, oh, he n- uh, no. Of co- no, no slow no, ones. Of course <laughs> no, he does have slow ones. He has ballads. He's got those 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 boyfriend songs. Oh as well, yeah, gentleman boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. This is like a this is the opener to this album, right? So it's like kind of an unusual feel. I think, Interesting. When it kicks the album open. Yeah. And, um, his, vo- his voice, like I picked this song because I think it's, I th- he, he has this sentence where he says five deep in the van. And I was like, dang, uh, his band could be our life. Um, but I think, um, <laughs> he, he, it like it's, re- his voice is pretty, um, it's on display at the beginning in particular. He's got mm-hmm. wild tone. I just, la- I just love yeah. his tone. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons this song rules. His, his
2: voice, uh, I meant to say this at the beginning. One thing I like about him is he does have this, such a good voice that a lot of most uh, male country singers that are popular these days, to me, I find their voices is pretty interchangeable and mm-hmm. he lies outside of that. It's not mm-hmm. like he has this like crazy voice that you've never heard anything like before, but it's not mm-hmm. the, it's a little more in the tradition of like George Jones or Merle Haggard, where it's like kind of like deep and buttery rather than whatever came after that yeah
1: i feel like i read somewhere like that he this is his third album and he's now like a bona fide like country megastar or mm-hmm. something at this point and like um what do you do when like his first two albums were full of songs like well when we just heard where winning a scratch-off ticket was a big deal yeah and it was in theory more like like now he like owns a mansion and like is married to like uh, a woman and has a child on the way and so his life is not the same as it was so like what does that do to his album mm-hmm. content and like they highlighted this song as like, well, this is a mature, this is a mature Luke Combs talking about <laughs> reflecting on, on the way his life is run, which I think is pretty funny. The video for this is also cool because it features this dude, his name I can't remember, but he's a friend of his, like who used to play in in bars with him oh, okay. when they were in college and at Appalachia State College or something like that, uh, which Combs dropped out of. And this other guy has like a kid, and, hell like yeah. didn't go on to become, um, didn't go on to become like a, a musician or anything like that, but. um um is featured in the video and then he'll bring him out on stage occasionally when because he's the representation of like what happens if you don't get it if you don't hit it Uh Mm -hmm. um and i think that's pretty sweet in the middle of the video like the interviewer stops he's like wait who is this guy because they've got this he's been talking about this guy he's like oh that's my good friend i think his name's zach church or something like that adam church (laughs) um i don't know like i i feel like that's pretty cool shit and there is like stories about him being kind of like um, pretty fan centric Like stopping shows To talk to kids In the front oh, And giving cool. them autographs Because they, he knows They paid too much money For the tickets and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah and, um, There's something about him That feels a little bit Like community oriented Or like just thinking About the folks around him And I think that This part This song has that going Okay The timestamp I have Is the five deep in the van Stop <laughs> Five deep in a van
4: Head full of steam Hot on the heels Of my neon dreams May be coming true this life, just like I was born to
0: do. It's good little uh, guitar flourishes.
1: Uh, in the background there. Yeah, right yeah, now.
2: yeah. You can also sing the other courses <laughs> to this chorus.
1: <laughs> That's four for four. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The only time stamp I, has is, I, I have is uh, two minutes, 40 seconds, and my note is... Oh, my, my note actually says this solo sucks, even though it sucks, but <laughs> it's supposed to say this solo sucks, even though it's short. <laughs> Can
1: we hear it? Let's hear yeah. it. Wow.
2: it about
1: to I love it though. Cody, you're wrong. <laughs> that was a very Brian Adams
0: solo.
2: Yes, yes. I couldn't put my finger on it, but you're you're right. I just heard that song
0: it, at some restaurant or something the other day. But yeah, that was a very Brian Adams right? solo. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was at Hooters. Amanda was- I mean, and the kids and I were at Hooters. <laughs> this was probably my least
2: favorite of the songs on this. It's the only one I like. Would probably skip if I was like listening mm-hmm. to this playlist mm-hmm. for fun. The sentiment is cool, but it's a. Uh, I find it. It's, it's a.
1: It's a, a boring little, song. A
2: little boring, mm-hmm. and I'm disappointed by the. Uh,
0: yeah. How much yeah. do you think those CDRs are worth now?
1: <laughs> do you think they actually were ever made?
0: I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look them up on Discogs right now. Let's see.
1: It feels like. Um, the idea of him playing in a bar w- w- with his friend is true, right? He brought that guy out. That's, like, a real thing. But, like, I don't know about to what degree. Like, he was actually, like, a punk running around uh, the burning country in CDs. a van, burning CDs. It feels, like, possible that he was, like, a, a like, you know, what do you call it? Like, a house performer or something like that at a spot in his college town. But
0: mm-hmm. uh, I don't see any CD-Rs on, on Discogs here. Uh he's a liar. Yeah. There's like some MP3 things from 2016 and 17. Um,
2: well, it would depend if he if he's burning dot waves to those CDRs <laughs> or if he's
0: burning dot MP3s. Yeah. Ooh, she's got one called The Way She Rides. Oh, and it's got a picture of him when he was a little kid.
1: Oh. Oh, you're talking about his singles. Those, those are on Discogs? Oh, yeah. They're just That's like the MP3s. Um, oh, okay.
0: They're on like Apple Music and yeah. stuff too, though the those uh i don't know if this is going to work those uh cdrs though i don't think they they didn't make their way on discogs they were outrunning your memory
4: (laughs) you'd love this bar i stumbled on they played george strain and they pour their double strong i've been gone
2: I thought you were going to say he had an, a 77-minute album, but it, they were too long, so <laughs> they were outrunning.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> Took too oh, much man. memory. This song's the best yeah, of yeah, the playlist. It's,
2: good. it's the outlier. You can't mm. sing the chorus. To the other songs. to Oh, because
0: he's got Miranda in the house. Mm-hmm. Bringing it up. I genuinely think
1: truth. that's probably true, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah.
0: yeah. What were you going to say, Cody? I was just going to say I only have one. Oh, I have a couple. Slash. Yeah. Um, so this is the first song you heard, Nate.
1: Yeah. Okay. For Luke Combs, yeah. And I, again, like with this, like. I mean, she's got a remarkable voice. I really like her, mm-hmm. and I do like his voice. So I do think they they play well together. Mm-hmm. They harmonize in a funny and interesting way. So it it brought me to listen to the rest of his album. Okay, okay. He did well enough to make it so that I was like, oh hell yeah, I'll check this dude out. One twenty nine is my first one. Oh, I got that too. Hell yeah.
3: By myself.
0: Do sound really nice together but my my note is uh thank god for uh, Miranda Lambert it sounds so good it sounds so sweet when she starts singing yeah yeah but they do After they do sound time. great together yeah it's a nice way to yeah. end the playlist cuz you're like okay you made it through here's Miranda <laughs>
2: if she if she can put up with him so can yeah I. yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, Um, And then I got the chorus after that.
1: It still goes on though. That's the weird part, right? Like yeah. he has those two little lines and then he brings then they bring it back to to finish it. It's a weird chorus. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a double.
2: Yeah, the the outrun in your memory, the last line, it sounds like they're gonna just go into the chorus again. Like if something like that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cody, do you have a timestamp?
2: Uh mine's at two fifty, so it's maybe a little later, yeah. but it's the pedal steel solo, as always. It's good. It's really good.
0: Solid.
1: I've got a th- the three thirty-five. At the end, they do those like funky ha- harmonies together, where he's singing and she does some hmms behind.
3: Mm-hmm. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>
0: to end it a little call and response
1: yeah hell yeah it's a great ending great ending to the playlist great ending to the song I was figuring that if you if you pepper the ending of a playlist with a song that you might like that might increase your mm-hmm. response mm-hmm. like uh, value to the to the playlist as a whole you know a little a little cherry on top <laughs> yes yes
0: <laughs> it is a cherry on top Cody's got to stop this in five minutes, four minutes. Um, so final thoughts, Cody.
2: Um, I think I would just like to re- reiterate, it's like a cheeseburger that's going to be diarrhea. I'll,
0: I'll, uh, I'll agree with that.
2: Definitely not the last time I'll consume it, but the next time I'll regret it. I might, I might it give it one country. more
0: listen just to try and appreciate the music a little bit more because that's something I didn't do. Yeah. I like that Marant- song with Miranda Lambert a lot. Yeah. It's a good one. I, I checked to see what the lowest rating I've ever given on the podcast was. <laughs> and it was a two to Caius. And...
1: Oh, come on. Beat it, beat it, beat it.
0: I don't know... Caius's thoughts on cats. Um, oh, that's right. Combs has two cats. Combs has two cats, one of which in, that I saw a picture of today was so freaking cute. So I will give Combs a 2.1. Oh,
3: shit. Oh, so close. So close. Jump, nice.
0: Yeah, jumping over, jumping over, Caius.
1: I'm not sure if my reaction to that should be well, damn, I got to give him a worse list then. (laughs) Or if I should be relieved that it's not the worst list. Like, what's my goal here?
0: (laughs) Uh, I like a a challenge. So I think next time I have a challenge on the podcast, I need to be uh, less of a snobby dick about it. Uh, I don't think... Yeah, right.
1: No, I think my my takeaway is that everything you said was on point and right. And I think that um, country music... Yeah, I mean, uh, it it feels to me like in the past Cody's made this point also where like, it's it's like metal. It's a little sketchy. Wa- it's some sketchy water yeah, like running yeah, into yeah, that yeah. stuff. Sometimes you got to be, yeah. you got to be pretty uh, um, vigilant. Um, even Combs has like a. Uh, stars and bars like controversy in his past Ooh. that i that I, to be perfectly honest i think he answered relatively well and mm. k- has brought up in interviews without being prompted to say like you know fuck that i, sh- I shouldn't have oh, done okay. that i've learned i've learned that, for that that's not okay but i do think like he, these guys these guys can be these guys can be tough yeah at times so uh
2: it all it all comes down to how much you're willing to tolerate yeah. like yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody has a different tolerance mm-hmm. for what they're... Like, Danny's tolerance of, I don't know, metal or whatever might be different than mine. Although, that's not to say that I think Danny has any sort of, like, tolerance for fashion or whatever, <laughs> but...
0: Yeah, no. I, I get what you're saying, though. Um, Cody, do you want to give, him, give a rating?
2: Um, I'll give it a... Uh, Remember, he has
0: cats.
3: Ooh,
2: And okay. a chicken and a pig. Then, I'm gonna give it. Oh yeah, that chicken and a pig. Shit. Um, <laughs> no, not a pig. It was a dog. Oh, a dog. You're thinking so, of Haley Winters? Yeah, that has yeah.
0: That's pig. right. That's right.
2: Um,
1: I'll give it a 2.9. Okay. Okay. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, let me see what I. Let, <laughs> I don't get to give him a rating. Damn it! <laughs> you Let's can give honest. him a rating. Go ahead. No, it's all right. Luke Combs gets the perfect 5.0. <laughs> oh man! Um, damn guys,
2: yeah. we we really like hit this right on nail the mark on the head. Look at that. Yep. Five forty nine. <laughs> One minute to go. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen.
0: Bye, Cody. Yeah. Nate and I you. are gonna stay and talk shit about you for That's a little cool. while. You, should, you can please do. <laughs> do
3: we
1: do we have to hit stop on the? Oh uh, shit? Okay. You, all right. You so you I'm gonna hit to. record.
3: Was awful. Yeah. Ooh, uh you can bleep it out, Danny. But where where are you working now?
1: I uh, work out I'm, of the oh.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was
1: like,
3: no, I, work at I don't home. give a
1: shit where
0: you are, Danny. We're talking about Nate. <laughs>